broadcasting live from the NTN mobile radio studios on 81 Northbound as we head north to find us some turkey Thanksgiving. You can't have Thanksgiving. We're We're headed to to Cincinnati for some turkey at the turkey. For the turkey drop. ARP turkey drop. Uh, Yes, we are actually heading to Cincinnati. We will be there for the historic WKRP turkey drop done by a great fellow broadcaster, Les Nessman. Oh, the humanity. Covering it live. Uh, Maybe, arguably, one of the greatest television episodes of all time. All time. (laughs) Of all time. Yeah, that show was was good, but this is the, this is, has to be in the television comedy show Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm telling you, rivals the Lucille Ball at the Chocolate Factory. God is right. my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> the best line is hardly ever quoted in my mind is when when Lonnie Anderson, who is Jennifer, the secretary, is talking to the person and some uh, congressman or a councilman or something. And she goes, well, a lot of turkeys don't survive Thanksgiving. There's so many classics. Pull, you could pull five to ten one-liners throughout that show. Yeah. All you had to have was a context, just a little bit of context, and they're all hilarious. Great show. Great show. All you people under the age of... It's on YouTube. 45, go out and find WKRP in Cincinnati Thanksgiving episode and watch it. It's 20 minutes of your time. You will laugh your ass off. I think it's... I think the episode is titled Turkey Drop. I had no clue. I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, I, I believe so. It is definitely. If that, sh- that show only had that one episode, you could have punched pretty- out. Yeah. You could have done. You won. Congratulations. That's one of the greatest episodes of all time. Um, anyways, let's uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, hopefully some of you guys are listening to this on our on your travels tomorrow, today, Thursday morning, Day whatever. After. On your way back. Uh, on your way back, you know. By um, the airlines, have you sitting forever? Forever. The, waiting for your plane to come to the door? Forever. Uh, anyways. must um, come now. We have uh, World Superbike final round in Indonesia to talk about. Um, we have some announcements. In Warren soggy, has some. In soggy. Soggy, soggy Indonesia. It's a tropical rainforest. Why wouldn't you think it was going to rain there? <laughs> it rained a lot. <laughs> it rained a lot. Sometimes you look and you get this rain and you go, how can there be that much water up there? And then you see that they cancel NASCAR if it's even threatening to spread. There's a drop of rain on my windshield. Where? Um, but yeah, just, just, just some wet conditions there. Uh, so I guess we should jump into that yeah, first. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Let's I jump thought, into that. Yeah, I thought race one was one of the best races of the season. It really was. It, w- it was a solid race. Um, Rascati, it was the battle we were hoping to see all year, and we didn't get to see it as much as I thought we were going to because, and yes, I was wrong. Rascati Aglu won the championship. But Ray did sweep the weekend. Yeah. Did everything well, he needed to. He's got two races anyway. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. 
the important races of the weekend. <laughs> um, but uh, it was finally them battling head to head where there was less than a second between them at the end. Right. Yeah. Like it, it was, and it, it was just and both of them led. I, I, I didn't count the number of overtakes, number of passes, but that track is good for pa- allowing riders to pass. I like the track. First time I've ever seen it. It's the first time they've raced there. Uh, so I'm if they could schedule it when there wasn't rain, <laughs> I think that's a good track. I think yeah. it, it allows for a lot of action back and forth, all, not just at the lead, but throughout the race. You know, they would cut to, you know, the race for fifth or the race for seventh. And, and it was, they were passing in places that uh, uh, you wouldn't have expected on any other track. And I, I really like this track. I hope they go back. Yeah, I definitely hope they go back. So there were eight lead changes. One, two, three, four. Felt like more than that. Six, seven. It did because it was Ray, Raz, Ray, Raz, Ray, Raz, Redding, Red. Right? I mean, it, it was just good battling up front. It was the fight we all wanted to see all year well, long. I think I, at I the think end, I'm, they kind of dropped Redding. But yeah, the reason I think that the, I was thinking more because Raz and Redding had a bunch of back and forth too. Yeah. And, the, and yeah. they just had, yeah. So there was, it, but it was genuinely, it was just a really good race. It was fun. It was entertaining. It's everything you want in a championship battle, except for it didn't close up the points enough. And, you know, it just didn't close up well, the points. Enough. You know, he had to finish, uh, Raz had to finish second yeah. to win that out. And he did what he had to do. He, had, he did what, he, did had what, to what do. he had to do. He had to win. And yep. Top Rock had to do what he had to do was finish second or higher. Yep. Yep. He, he did it. Yep. So uh, hats off to him. Uh, and it was just genuinely, like you said, I, I thought the same way. I thought it was a great, ra- it was a good race. It was a very entertaining race. It was definitely the way to go out in style, you know, um, and stuff like that. It was nice to see Ray saying positive things, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, about Raz and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, even though they're un- unwarranted and undeserved. <laughs> no, no, I think. Well, I say that. I say that because of race two. Oh, you're at to explain that to me. I don't. I say I don't, that because Rascadiaglu wrecked Bassini. He wrecked him. No, he hit him. I can't disagree got him loose, with it. And then, and then he got that, finished and, off and, by and uh, those, what's in those name? weather in that in that weather conditions. Yeah, that was that was. Awful tight pack. in a dry that would have it would not have been ended up in a wreck. He wrecked them, and the commentator's response to that was, "Well, Bassini just learned it's rougher at the front of World Superbike with the leaders, and you have to ride rough." Where the hell was that attitude when Gerloff was running? Right. Yeah. You, you know how come it's okay for Azcadiago to wreck people? This is the third or fourth time we've talked about him wrecking people in the last four or five rounds. And it's fine, but it ain't fine for Americans. That's all I'm saying. You know, you you, you say these things, but the, uh, that just annoyed me. Uh, and but at the front, we saw another good race between Redding and Ray. Uh, you know, there was mm-hmm. there was uh, no Raz in that, but Ray and Redding swapped the lead one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times between the two of them. 
So it was, it was good. It, it was solid, good racing. Garrett Gerloff managed to squeak out a sixth. I think he was like 10th was or 11th. He was 11th in the, 11th in the race. first race. In the first and, in, race. and in race two, my, you know, WF, you know, WTF moment, you know, yeah. was Vandermark. Where has he been all season? Does yeah. he need to have a bathtub to race in? Because race two was a bathtub. Mm. There was so much race. You, you know, should have went out on jet skis. Yes, it was a lot of water on that track. So, but he Vandermark was wow. Where yeah. has he been all season? And this is yeah. his last. Well, isn't he retiring to be an own, race owner? Or I don't know if Vandermark is retiring, but Tom Sykes, who also finished his World Superbike career with a top five on the BMW, right? Which I think is a great accomplishment. And Vandermark was running the BMW, got a third, which is podium in that thing is kind of surprising. Cause it hasn't been a great bike. Um, but Tom Sykes finished his, his, uh, career racing world Superbike in, uh, that maybe Vandermark. Is that the other one that Vandermark, Vandermark? is definitely leaving Yamaha. I'm, I know oh, he's leaving BMW. He left Yamaha yeah. two years ago. Yeah. As uh, I didn't do my filter <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, last year, but I, he might be, I, I don't remember, you know, there was somebody else they were talking about leaving and where he was going to end up. And I don't remember who it was now because everything's a blur. It must not be Vandermark. He doesn't, there's no headline saying he was retiring. So, uh, so anyways, but Sykes finished it out. Girl, I've got a six, which I'm glad to see him back towards the front. Um, there was some, uh, all those guys, I think some of them would have been passed back because I think Bassani had a shot at the podium. Until Raz wrecked him, and Raz Gallego finishes fourth. He ended up winning the championship by what was it, 13, 14 points, something like that. You know, but a win is a, uh, 13 points, right? Mm-hmm. A win is a win. Redding got the Ducati into it solidly in third place. Uh, lots of switching around. Here's something that if you'd asked me at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't have thought. Garrett Gerloff finished seventh overall in points. Yeah, and that was with several DNFs. Several DNFs and also the penalty, you know, the the attempted neutering. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm kind of happy with how that went. I think some Americans have had, you know, good years this year. Well, off and, and Jason Uribe, Uribe, the, uh, you know, former yeah. doghouse guest, he finished 30th overall. And he was only in, what, two races? Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I'm gonna give him credit. You know, he didn't finish. Yeah, you last. gotta give him credit. I mean, he's been in two more two more World Superbike races well, than me. Not only that, but he also, you know, there there's a total of 34 riders. He finished 30th with only two races. So, yeah. yay! Yeah. That's not too bad. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could claim, I wish, I, you, 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 if I could claim it, you know, I'd be riding. Uh, yeah, I'd be. I'd be like 30th in the world, son. Uh, <laughs> Um, but anyways, it was I, I, I with like you. I really enjoyed the track. I thought it was interesting. I liked the layout. Um, and I just thought in general, you know, I mean, it was wet. It was wet. They delayed the start. They I mean, hell, they it was raining so hard on Saturday. They pushed the race off to Sunday, you know, which also threw a monkey wrench. It was also busier and stuff like that for him. So anyways, Warren, let, let's move in. You had some other news. Uh yeah, I ran across uh, 
a news article, if you want to call it news article. News article. Uh, Is there news anymore? That's what I'm saying. You know, right. but you know, Easy Rider, you know, the magazine about the magazine. motorcycle, like yeah. motorcycle lifestyle, primarily focused on the world of choppers. I mean, they cover everything yeah, other for stuff a long and, time. You know, yeah, but for a long time, it's just choppers. Well, they sponsor rodeos and rallies all around the U.S. Yeah, yeah, but I've been to a couple. Yeah, I have as well. But for the uh, most part, many of them has faded away. There's only a few left. And one was the uh, Easy Rider Radio in Chillicothe, Ohio. I don't know that's, if you've ever, you know, that's one That's one I've been to, but that was a long, oh, okay. long time ago. Okay. It's I been around for 30 like years. It's been around for 30, 50 years. Excuse me, 50, 50 years. 50 years. 50 years in the 70s. 70s, yeah, okay. Well, it's no longer going to happen. The... Uh, uh, Chillicothe Town Council, the county that runs the uh, the 4-H campgrounds where they have held the rodeo all these years, and the local police department told them that they're no longer going to provide on-site security, that they'll respond if, you, if they call 911 or call the police. They'll come out, but they're not going to provide on-site security. And because of that, the, uh, the county and the city both said, well, we're not going to sponsor. We're not going to allow it to happen. So that's the end of Easy Riders Chill Coffee. But when I saw that, I said, you know, I really haven't paid any attention to Easy Riders in forever. Um, be honest with you, I haven't either. I mean, I feel like well, I feel like well, that makes me an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it doesn't because they've been out of business since 2018. The magazine? Well, I mean, yeah. they've been have they, the whole, how long have they been doing events? Were they still well, doing events? They sold the event rights to other people. So oh. that's why they're still calling it the Easy Rider events. But the magazine went out of went out in 2000, closed up in 2018. And nobody reads where, magazines. Well, no, but it's also, you know, yeah. But this is where it starts getting a little weird. They sold the rights to all the Easy Rider stuff to a Canadian clothing company that kind of makes sense well yeah if you want easy rider easy rider shirts easy rider wear right i mean that makes sense uh but they're saying this company put out in 2019 a statement about where they're going and they're going to they want to come back as the gq of the motorcycle lifestyle upscale easy riders (sighs) upscale Magazine that they're going to produce quarterly as a coffee table book. And they're going to uh, provide boutique venues where you can buy things like Easy Riders canvas and leather toiletry bag for 25 bucks or Easy Riders boots for 600. You could even get a David Mann print boxers for 25 bucks. I might be in on that. <laughs> yeah. The I, other stuff. When I first read that, I said, that sounds stupid. Then I went and actually looked at that. I went to the Easy Riders page and then looked at the clothing. Line. They're actually kind of nice looking. <laughs> you know, here, here's what I'm going to say about that is. <sighs> it's definitely not what the spirit of Easy Rider used to be. Oh, no. The spirit of Easy Riders is gone. But the lifestyle of motorcycles. It's changed a lot. Yeah, it and it's changed these, a lot over the years. And I'm not, and I'm not saying good or bad or indifferent, right? It's just changed it just a lot. Is. 
you know, I mean, the average biker now, the income is higher. The what they do is different. What they do is different. And then, you know, like, hey, listen, I was in the magazine business. Nobody reads in magazines, right? You handed me a stack of magazines the other day that you get. And I thought to myself, wow, Warren's probably one of five people in the world that still gets magazines. And there are only two. Hey, I get uh, Roadrunner and the AMA. Yeah. You know, and like, and I sit there and I go to myself, you know, and, and when you're a magazine like that, you sell stuff, but selling it per- pretty much pays for your print and your, maybe your, your staffing, you, you know, you got to sell ads. You got to do this and nobody buys print ads anymore. The, they don't, they don't buy podcast ads much anymore either. No, they, but you know, they don't. It, it's like, unless, well, you're, I, unless you're a Joe Rogan or, you know, yeah, but he, even Joe celebrity. Rogan, even Joe Rogan has gone to, you know, these other, these other ways of revenue streams and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I look at it and I say to myself, you know, it doesn't surprise me. I, I don't like that. It happened. I could see them selling a higher the, end clothes. The like times they clothes. are changing. The times are changing. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. I like to, we want to be a coffee table quarterly because who the hell's going to buy it? Everybody does I, everything know. on their phone. This yep. is, you know, the, the, nobody sits there. I went to the doctor's office, right? I had a doctor's appointment two weeks ago and I was like 10 minutes early. And I like walked in there and I sat down and they have a TV on the wall. There's no magazines or things to pick up. Right. So yeah. I said something to the receptionist. Right. And, and, and it's a new doctor to me. Right. Only been going to this doctor since the summer. Not sure if I ever paid attention because normally I'm getting out of work and I like get there just as my appointment starts. Right. But this time my appointment was a little later and I walked in and I said to the secretary, I said, you know, I said, I'm not trying to complain or anything like that. It's just more of a curiosity. I said, did you guys used to have like magazines and stuff and take it out because of COVID? Cause you didn't want people touching it. And she said, no, about three years ago, they stopped. No magazines, yeah. no, none of that because nobody reads them. She says that we, we sat there and we were spending all this money on these subscriptions and looked out there and just saw the people were on their phone the whole time are watching TV. Yeah, that's the way it is. That's the way it is now, right? Like, I feel like the Easy Rider, even, even, okay, uh, I have a, well, the, the Easy I don't, I don't want to say, okay, I'm going to preface this with saying it's not a close friend, but there's somebody who I'm friendly with just became a, a full patch booze fighter, right? Okay. Uh, Somebody I know, right? I mean, uh, the boost fighters are a fun group of guys to hang out with. Yeah, you, you know, they're stuff not, like that. They're not, they, they're not a gang in the sense of the angels or the yeah, they, right. But you know, I mean, but they they are they are a, a wild bunch of guys and everything like that. And I thought it was odd that that my friend would join that because I thought to myself, man, he's always on social media, he's always on this. But man, as as he became more and more active in the club and getting closer to his full patch and stuff, what I realized is they're all like that. Everybody in the club is on their social media all the time. I, I couldn't imagine 20 years ago thinking to myself that even a club like the Booze Fighters, who isn't 1%, but they kind of they keep themselves tight. Yeah. 
would have all this social media presence and all this web presence and all Especially the Especially when you in the age of you better be careful about what you post because it will right. come back and you bite know, you in the ass. Right. It come back and bite you in the ass. You know, and I and I and I look at that and I go to myself, you know, look at all the magazines that have struggled or fold up folded up. Right? Mo- most of them. Most of them. I, I can't think of any, you know, and 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 even the ones that tried to go hardcore internet. Haven't done well. Haven't done well. You know, I, I, and you can still get all the old, you can still go, I guess this company got the rights for the old magazines too, because there's a uh, classic easy allows you to go back and download all the old magazines. And, and, you know, it's, it's sad that we're at that point. It's it. You know, like I look at it and I go, man, I'm glad I got out of magazine business when I did. Because there's only so much money you can lose, right? But then I look at somebody like Easy Rider. I, you know, I haven't in a while, and I probably should call. I used to know some of the guys that own some of the full throttle franchises. I don't know what, how they're doing. I haven't I mean, seen not, one in forever, but I haven't well, looked. No, in forever. they're still out there. You know, you can when you go to the the dealerships, you can still get them, yeah. but they're not out as much as you think. I mean, they yeah. they are actually they have definitely cut way back. Right. The size, I'm sure the size is cut down. I'm sure the amount of events, you know, like like one of the biggest things to uh, a magazine like Full Throttle and the magazine that I had was the events listing. Right. At times mm-hmm. I'd have seven or eight pages of events and that's where guys went to. Now everything's the, online, online. Event, and right. there and there are not as many events today. And, right. As there was three years ago because of COVID. There's not will, they many reco- events. will they come back? I have. I doubt it. I don't know. Some of these events will never. I don't think that the easy riders, rodeos and rallies will come make ever make a comeback. You know, maybe maybe in California, they'll have a, you know, they're where their headquarters are. Maybe they'll figure out to do something, but that's, I don't see, you know, like Chillicothe, Ohio and some of these other places, they're, they're not coming back. Yeah. And, and I look at it and I say to myself, I say to myself, you know, I mean, we quote stuff and we talk to the guys from road racing world magazine, you know, and, and they're, they're great guys over there and they have a wealth of information and stuff. I'm always amazed how they survive. Right. That's a tribute to John Ulrich about how, how smart him and his, him and Chris and the rest of his family that's involved and the people involved have been to keep themselves relevant and to keep themselves funded. Right? Yeah, yeah, we should probably get him on again just to you know to find out how how that world is doing now. Yeah, I'm, I'm I I almost don't want to ask. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. Easy Rider. I mean, who would if you told me 15 years ago Easy Rider would be sold and no longer putting things? I'd have laughed at you. In 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 2018, before COVID. Yeah, before COVID, right? It, it, but that's the internet. I mean, look how much the doghouse, this podcast, if you listen to the er, er, early episodes, and there's a lot of them out there to find, if you listen to the early episodes, this changed, This show has changed drastically. Oh, it's, just, it's changed several times since I've been here. Right, but it's changed drastically. I mean, we would talk a little bit of racing, but we mainly talk, you know, like lifestyle lifestyle and weird stories right i mean our big half our show was like laughing at people from florida oh, you know what i'm not- or the guy who ran into the back of a uh 
uh, the minivan, right? That that the, <laughs> yeah. the biker that crashed through, and the guy drove home with them. You yep. know, I mean, there, uh, uh, Florida was good for a naked guy on a bike getting arrested like every other episode. You, you know, and I'm not saying we were laughing at the people. But there were just some crazy people down in Florida on motorcycles. You know, we used to talk. I mean, we've had the guys from American Choppers on. We've had Michelle Smith on. We've had we've had all these people over the years, uh, all these people racing people, but uh, so many lifestyle people. But it's so changed and, and people. People don't get that kind of information from news sources anymore because it used to be it used to be that, you know, somebody wanted to make an announcement and they needed a media thing or Harley was doing something. Now they all have their own their the own press panels. releases. One of the things and, and Motor America has been very good to us all these years, right? One of the things, you know, since <laughs> we've been hard on them. So, we've been hard been on them, and I don't want to say they've been good. It was a couple of years where it was a little sketchy um, because I'm a jerk, you know, and Ken's a jerk. We're just jerk, you know, but, but one of the things, one of the things that even now still kind of annoys me and, and I don't annoy is probably not the word, right word, but it kind of like, it kind of almost like a kick in the gut is that their social media puts out the exact same press re- the reasons that me and the media gets. Yeah. Why, why would people listen to our shows? Why would people go to Road Racing World magazine to get if you're just going to put them out and people follow you and they get the exact same stuff, well, they get the, the exact same access. The good thing about that is most people aren't looking at that stuff. They come to the doghouse to get that information. But so you 80 to 120,000 listeners per week. I appreciate you coming to us for that information instead of going directly even when to we're the we're wrong sometimes. <laughs> Mostly when we're wrong. <laughs> But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's like, it's like we sit there and it's like, you know, but, but it's still, it's just like, there's so many, so many organizations, so many things have gone directly to the people that the, our yeah. show had to change. I, I, I agree with you. you know, on we, that, we've always the, been, I, we've I think always good- been about entertainment. And I think the good thing about that, yeah, they can't. Most people could get that stuff directly. Most people don't. Most of them don't. You know, we we aggregate a lot of information for people, and I think that's where you know reason we've stayed at the numbers we have. Although it's getting harder and harder to prove any numbers anywhere <laughs> for the internet. Well, you know, I mean, Apple doesn't like the Apple doesn't want you to know how much money they're making off you. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, no. uh, Google doesn't want you to know how much money they're making off of you. Neither you know, space, all these, Facebook uh, doesn't. Yeah. Facebook does. You know, I love all these places. Oh, yeah. Sign up and, uh, you know, put your thing here. We'll do you all these people. Oh, okay. How many people? Oh, we can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why am I here? Uh, but anyways, you know, and I, and I don't want to get into bashing, but I'm just saying the whole industry has changed. I mean, we used to talk all the time about, you know, crazy bike stories and stuff like that. I remember, you know how we found out we had Australian listeners is we did. Ken and I were talking about some story where a guy had taken a, he crashed his bike and he rode home like 30 miles using a torch for lights. A right? torch being a flashlight. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I was like, how the hell did it say? Like, I mean, I, we talked for like 10 minutes. Ken and I went, and we got like how did it, how where did you get like the gas emails from Australia calling us like calling me the dumbest person they'd ever heard and they're like they're like sending us pictures of torches 
I'm like, that's a flashlight. You know, but that's how you find, you know, it was, I mean, like all of a sudden we're sitting there and Ken's like, these people are in Australia. I'm like, what now? And, you know, but it was just, it's like, hey, you know, but the, the, it's just changed. The whole lifestyle has changed. I never want to say it's changed for the good or the bad. It's just changed. Yeah. You don't, we won't know for 10, 15 years if it's good or bad. John Longo, and we're run, we're about to run out of time. John Longo, who is a famous, to me, he's a famous uh, upholstery guy, seat maker for, for motorcycles, right? Yeah, he, he's I mean, done he's, a lot for. He made seats for some of the biggest names in the industry he's ever yep. had. And even people like Ed Roth and stuff like that. He's made custom interiors and stuff. And he said to me, he goes, you know, he goes, the motorcycle industry always rises and falls. He's been doing this for a long time. He said, the motorcycle industry always rises and falls. And what was cool and what this is, you know, it all comes back. And he's like, no matter what you're doing, he goes, just stick with it. And you'll be cool again one day. You know, you'll be relevant mm-hmm. again one day. Um, well, we probably won't, but. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be dead before we're cool again. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> people still listen, you know, whatever. Uh, we still enjoy doing it. We we have a lot of fun. We, <sighs> anyways, I, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. Uh, and we're and thankful we, for you listeners. We're, I, you oh, know, see, I, I was going to go a totally really opposite am. thing. Because, you know, I was going to say, well, you should always say, or people always used to tell us when we were on the radio, things you're thankful of. So I'm thankful I didn't have to listen to Ken give me crap about Rascadiaglu. Winning the championship oh. and me being wrong. You just you just postponed it a week is all. No, I am thankful because I'm just going to mute his <laughs> mic when he goes to talk about that next week because that's uh that's the power of the producer. Um, but anyways, uh, Warren, have a good have a good trip. I know you're going to be traveling for Thanksgiving. Yep, have a good I'll trip. I am uh, first thing in the morning. I am staying home. Uh, I'm going to watch the dog show. That's one of my Thanksgiving things. Uh, I'm not as what, big as football. Are you going downtown with? No, no, no. I'm just watching on TV because the National Dog Show was actually last weekend. And oh, so you already uh, know a, who won. Well, I don't know who won because they oh, can let me get look in that trouble up for you. Let me look at. But I got a. I have a friend who. Uh, I have a friend who competes. Who won and and she told me I should definitely keep my eye out and watch the show if I can. A dog won the International Dog Show. Usually, I've only seen a cat win once. Uh, this has been the Doghouse here at NTNRadio.com. We'll be back next week. And probably Ken will be here, so that's just a fair warning. Peace out.